Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> Welcome back to Hardly Minded My Business. I'm your host, Dashing D. This is the podcast where we talk about any and everything. <laughs> Uh, from the latest uh, celebrity bullshit to what's going on in my life to relationships and dating and you know all of the other stuff. I mean, we we, we cover we cover the gamut here over at Hardly Mind My Business because why? Uh, you know, I'm hardly minding my business. So. <laughs> um, Hope you guys had a great week. I know this episode is a little late, but it's here. Um, There hasn't been a lot going. Okay, so there's been stuff going on, but things that I don't necessarily want to talk about. Um, You know, I get in my zone where I'm like, ah, this is like, this is a little bit too over the line or it's just too much and I'm not really interested in any of it. Um, or at least like picking it apart. So there's been a lot of that lately uh, going on. And I, I just, I, you know, I don't know. Um, been trying to figure out what, which parts of it I would like to, I would like to talk about. So it took me a couple of days to regroup and get it together, but I'm here. Um, other than that, you know, it's, it's cuffing season. Um. It is, the temperatures have dropped in New York. The gray sweatpants have come out, okay? Uh, Y'all know what that means, right? Um, It is time for you to hunker down. It is time to, uh, well, I don't really, I turn on the heat every now and again, but no, I would rather, honestly, I'm gonna be real honest with you. I'd rather not turn on the heat and cuddle. I mean, that just sounds more fun, doesn't it? Um, but, but it's definitely cozy season, you know, coats are back. Well, slowly trickling in. I'm holding on to sweatshirt weather. I love sweatshirt weather where I can just throw on a sweatshirt and go, um, where you really don't need a heavy coat or anything like that yet. But we are, we are fastly approaching, um, the season of, or we are in it at this point, the season of, uh, you know, pulling out the leather jackets and the puffer vests and, you know, all of the things that the people love to do in the fall. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, just, you know, make sure you got your, 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 your things in order, you know, so that you're not cold. (laughs) at night okay listen uh what like you could go online like i've never done this right but you could go online and people have whole uh instructions um they have printout rosters that you can create for cuffing season it is it is it is definitely upon us it is a wonderful time you know i hope that you have had your summer fun and are now firming up your plans for the winter because let me tell you, um, it's probably going to be a cold one, you know? So <laughs> just a little jokey joke on, on, on cuffing season. Y'all know, y'all know it's here. And again, gray sweatpants are back. 
okay? I've been I've been seeing some of y'all, you know, I know some men listen to this podcast, not a whole lot I don't think, but but I've been I've been seeing y'all with you uh and and I've been looking with my looking ass. So, you know, listen, you got to you listen, do what y'all got to do. You know, wear wear your wear your wear your gray sweatpants and um you know, give give the ladies what they want. Um but yeah, I don't really have like a whole lot going on. I did, you know, we can't really get into some of the stuff that I want to talk about. Um, I'll just say this. I think that people will try you. Um, and I'm not talking about personally, sometimes professionally, people will try you. Okay. And people will try you. I think it is extremely difficult. I'll say this. It is extremely difficult to be a black woman in corporate America because I didn't realize that I was going to say saying that out loud was going to affect me in the way that it just did. Uh, so, um, being a black woman in corporate America is tricky. Um, you, uh, a lot is expected of you um and just you expect a lot of yourself because uh a a a large amount of the time you are you are spending your time uh you know making sure that you work harder that if if you're ambitious you're working harder uh than everyone else sometimes to make sure that things go right, things go well, um, because the idea is that that will someday be rewarded, right? Um, But I think that what can happen, aside from that, is that uh, you also have to uh, or don't have to, but in order to protect yourself, you've also kind of got have you kind of have to you you find yourself maneuvering in certain ways so that you're not taken advantage of, you're not walked on, you're not talked too crazy because people will do that, um, and that's what I mean when I say people will try you. Sometimes people will talk to you crazy just because they think they can. Um, and the, the amount of restraint that you have to have to not react to the bullshit that sometimes comes your way is, uh, it can weigh on you. Um, so It's something I think about sometimes. It's something I talk to my girlfriends about all the time. Um, You know, being in certain spaces as a Black woman is... It can be a lot of things, and it can invoke a lot of emotions. 
it can make you feel empowered. It can make you feel defeated. It can make you feel um, on some days like you can accomplish anything. And on other days, it can make you feel like you are in an uphill, or you are on in an uphill battle. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, if anybody is feeling that way or can identify with this, um, you know, I, I, I feel you on that and, and I, and I wish you well, I hope that, um, you know, no matter what, make sure that you are in a good enough space that, you know, these things are not inhabiting your entire mind, your entire life. Uh, make sure that work is work and outside of work, your personal life is your personal life. I think that's really important. That's something that I've learned over the years that I just really have to keep things as separate as possible when it comes to uh, work and personal. And sometimes those things intertwine because outside of of corporate america when you're doing things professionally when you're doing when you're doing things in the um in a more independent space you've still got to navigate some of these things it might be a little bit easier or a little bit more flexible because the people you partner with um you have a lot more say so on that but it still exists. It's still it's still out there, and it's still it's still something that we have to think about. Um, and I think you know, I don't think it's just black women, I, but I'm speaking, I'm speaking per, from my personal experience um, as a black woman. So, yeah, I just wanted to uh, kind of acknowledge that you know I've, and I'm not just talking about me solely. Again, I, this is something that my friends and I, you know, have conversations about every now and again. And a couple of people that I've spoken to recently, um, without me even saying anything about, about anything that I've gone through, um, just hearing people's stories and, and like some of the shit that, that you have to deal with and, and, and navigate, right? Because you are still trying to, uh, I guess in some ways, um, you know, uphold your values and do what you think is right and what makes sense. But sometimes it's like, at what cost? Um, so yeah, it's just something that I've, I've, I've been uh, thinking about and, and something, something that has kind of come up recently. Um, don't worry, y'all. I'm still happy. <laughs> just want to just wanna point that out. You know, I'm still in a, in a good place. Uh, so I, professionally, I mean, um, I mean, I'm in a good place in life period, which is, is nice. Um, there's always room for improvement, but you know, I'm not nearly as stressed as I was probably a year ago. So that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, now I'm rambling on and we need to move on because we do have things that we need to talk about. Um, but first, Petty or Nah. So Petty or Nah is for anybody who, anybody who has, um, been on TikTok before or uses TikTok 
or whatever it is you do. Um, some people I know, I know some of y'all are just voyeurs <laughs> and don't post anything. Uh, but for those of us who do engage, again, follow me on TikTok at Hardly Minding My Business. Honestly, there's not a whole lot going on over there other than the fact that I post um <laughs> I post a I used to post petty or not, but it was hard to keep up with petty or not every day. Um it just it really was. Um so you know, I'll try to do more of that, but it got a little hairy after a while with the petty or nots. I might have to keep it to like once a week on the TikTok and not once a day. Maybe that's what I'll do. But what I've been posting as of late is like my weekend advent adventures. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're in the the New York, New Jersey area and you're looking for things to do or places to eat, you can definitely find that on my TikTok. And that's not really how things were supposed to go, but that's kind of what happened. And um, I like that. I've always loved sharing like my weekend stuff. So I'm fine with that. But my issue with TikTok is the For You page. Now, I know that TikTok is supposed to be curated to your likes, right? So the way the algorithm works is that it's constantly paying attention to the things that you're interested in, the things you like, the things you save, the people you follow. It's constantly curating your for you page based on things you are personally interested in. So if you look at a bunch of cooking videos or you search for cooking videos or you save a bunch of cooking videos or like a bunch of cooking videos, you will get a for you page that is filled with people who cook. That is just a fact, right? Which is great because I think that's the beauty of TikTok is that it can be curated to the experience you want to have. I have a very specific, um, I have very specific things that I look at that I pay attention to on TikTok. So that is the content that gets curated for me. The mistake that I made, and this is a petty or not, but maybe this is, maybe I need to be reprimanding myself for not being vigilant enough to... <laughs> to make sure that certain things stayed off my For You page. My issue is dancing TikTok. I do not like dancing TikTok. I didn't like it when y'all were doing it in 2020 when you had nothing else to do. I did not care. Like, I can only see people do the same dance over and over again once or twice. And then after that, I don't give a shit. Honestly, the first time I saw it, I didn't give a shit. But okay, like, not a big deal. If that's what y'all like to do, y'all like to do dances and things like that, that's cool. I don't have no beef with the dancing. It's just that I don't care to see it. It's not something I'm interested in. I'm interested in other things. Like, I want to see people who travel the world or even travel locally. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see, you know, people who are building a brand because that's relevant to me right now. I want to see, uh, people who are working on fitness goals, because that's something I'm into right now. So I have tried very hard to curate my Instagram to that. I don't really follow celebrities. I only follow like very regular people um, who are doing things that I am interested in. I made the mistake of following someone 
who is well-known. Well-known, someone who is on television, someone who, I won't say who it is. Well, I'll, I can say who it is. Elaine Welteroth. I have uh, paid attention to Elaine Welteroth. Well, excuse me, Welteroth for several years now. Um, I think she's so cute. She has her cute little family. Um, she's a media girl, so I'm definitely interested in her in that way. Um, and I've kind of followed her since she was um, um, since she was editor in chief of Teen Vogue. So you know. I happened to, she happened to pop into my For You page one day and I was like, oh, let me follow, let me follow Elaine. This is, this is cute. I love her, you know? But again, like, I'm not really, I'm not really someone who follows uh, famous people or well-known people. I don't do it. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. So I'm minding my business. I go on TikTok. I get to my For You page and dancing TikTok is in my For You page. Like, y'all, this Cuff It Challenge, this Beyonce song that y'all have been, you know, moving your hips and your shoulders to lately, cute. Like, cute. As a matter of fact, I, 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 there is a video that I saw that I loved. It was like a group of friends looked like they were having a good-ass time and decided to do it, and they killed it. I thought it was so cute. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, they look like so much fun. Like they, they really did look like a group of fun people. I was like, oh, where do they live? How can I be friends with them? But <laughs> outside of that, no, I don't, I really don't care. Um, and I have, I have now, like now I, I feel like I wake up hearing Cuff It because of how often you see these videos. And again, y'all, please have your good time do your dances, do all of that. I just don't want it in my feed. That's all I'm saying. So I start seeing all these things in my feed. You know, shout out to the homie who was like, uh, you can just put that you're not interested in a video and then it'll start filtering out those videos. So that's what I've started to do. But I was really frustrated for a long time because I was like, where did this come from? And then I realized after I started following Elaine, she be posting dancing videos all the time. And as soon as TikTok realized that, TikTok said, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put these dancing videos in your For You page. And I'm and I'm sorry to say, but I had to unfollow her. I did, you know, no shade. No shade, I just can't, I can't do it. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want every time, first of all, I need to not hear Cuff It every time I open TikTok. It was a great song, a hundred TikTok videos ago. And now I am spent. I am tired. I cannot do this anymore. Please, please, let me go take a nap and wake up when y'all are done because it is a lot. It's kind of like how Savage was in 2020. Again, people were having a good time. People didn't have anything to do. It was bringing people joy. The Cuffit Challenge seems to be bringing people joy as well. Do what brings you joy. Don't ever let me say what you what should bring you joy and what shouldn't. But I am just saying that seeing these videos does not bring me joy. And so fuck TikTok for taking the one person, <laughs> one person who I follow that does something like that and taking that to me that I wanted to see all 100,000 people who do it. I just, ah, please, TikTok, save me. Why? Anyway, that is my petty or not for today. 
I don't understand it. Like, I, okay, I understand it. I understand how the algorithms work. I mean, we don't all really understand how the algorithms work because they switch them up every so often. But I get how it's supposed to work. And I am appreciative of the way that it works in terms of finding me content that I would be interested in. I don't have to, the, the great thing about TikTok is you don't have to go far to look for the things you're interested in. But no, like I want to see the girlies clean, clean, like cleaning, clean talk. Is that what they call it? I'm still old, y'all, even though I'm on TikTok. (laughs) Clean talk is that girl. I love clean talk. Yes. Show me hacks to clean my home. I love that. I love, I love making my home smell good and look sparkly and all of that. So please, please. Yes. I love that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's my petty or not. Um, so yeah, if you can identify with that yet, yeah, you know, hit me up and let me know. Also follow me on TikTok at Hardly Minding My Business if you want to see what I'm doing over there. All right, what else we got to talk about? Or what do we have to talk about? Okay, let me tell you what I'm not going to talk about. Y'all know sometimes I have to get that out the way. I'm not talking about Kanye West and the white and his White Lives Matter shirts. What is there to say? Really? What is there to say? I'm tired of Kanye. I'm tired of his his foolishness. <laughs> I'm tired of Kanye and I'm tired of his foolishness. If you really want to hear how tired of Kanye I am, uh, there is a Kanye episode of LHRC coming out soon. We recorded that last week, um, and that will be dropping soon. It is all about Kanye and no one else. So that should be really interesting. Um, if you would like to hear my deep dive on Kanye and his foolishness, Kanye being on Tucker Carlson's show is just ridiculous. Like, I get it. I. I... <laughs> I get that he is currying favor and uh, trying to curry favor and looking for attention and trying to be salacious and trying to be, I get all of that, but it's annoying and I don't, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm not going to talk about it. I, I, I shouldn't have to say that uh, his rhetoric is harmful and I shouldn't have to say that uh, creating white lives matter t-shirts is uh, ridiculous because we should all already know that. So I'm going to leave that alone. Um, The girls, the the female rappers, the women are beefing. And I don't know why. I don't get it. Like somebody was on somebody's song and then somebody else couldn't be on the song and blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck. I would honestly rather watch dancing TikTok then keep try to keep up with the rap girls beefing. I I do not want any parts of it. So and and honestly, I can't even follow it. Like I tried to follow it. I do a music podcast. I tried to follow it. I could not figure it out and I and and I'm tired of trying to figure it out. And so I'm not going to talk about it. I wish them well. I hope that all the ladies figure out what they need to figure out and I hope that they go ahead and move on to make beautiful music. That's all I got to say about them. Let's move on to something that, well, should we get more bullshit out the way and then move on to something that brought me joy? 
Do we have to talk about the divorces and the breakups? This is hardly minding my business, so I feel like I have to talk about it. But y'all know my stance. I don't... I don't have an opinion on whether people should be together or not. That's not that's not what we're here for. Um, but I guess it's worth it's worth talking about that Tia Tia Mari and her husband Corey Hardwick are hardbricked are getting a divorce. Um they've been together for a while. I don't know the exact amount of years, and honestly, I'm not curious enough to look it up. They decided that they're they're going their separate ways. Um, my one note on that is it must really suck being Tamara Tamara Maury because I think she had is it a book or a show that she had coming out? So she was on a press run, or she was at the beginning of her press run when the news broke that Tamara and Corey were breaking up, and then every time they interview her, they ask her about her sister. And I totally understand that, right? Like, it's her sister. They People want information. She's doing a press run. But also, allow people to have their things. Allow, allow that woman to do the press that she came to do. Um, and also, respect Tia's privacy. Like, and how much do you think you're going to get out of her twin sister? Probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Probably a, a, a very much curated answer that it, it was prepared by Tia's publicist. Like, but you're not going to get a whole lot. And it's kind of gross to try to get anything out of her. I just, it's icky to me and I, I don't like it. I don't care for it. But you know how people roll. Um... But yeah, I who I don't know. I don't, you know, Corey Corey's an actor too. Um he's oh, you know what? He's actually in a show that I love. Have I ever talked about All American? Um he plays the coach on All American. I started watching All American during lockdown. I binged it on Netflix and then it's still um it's still running. It's still in production. So actually, I think it's season five, I want to say season five started uh, last week. It's a really good show. Um, it's a teen drama. I mean, they're out of high, high school at this point. It's a teen drama, but it's a really good one. Uh, it's an all black cast. And it's just, I mean, very well written, written by a black woman. Um, very just very well written very well produced show and he actually has a pretty significant um supporting role on the show so he i mean i don't i don't have anything <laughs> i don't have anything bad to say about him i don't know what their situation is it seems like you know they just decided that this wasn't working for them anymore and you know that people decide that. Um, then it came out a few days ago that Cynthia Bailey and uh, Mike Hill, Cynthia Bailey is from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, they decided to part ways. I, the only thing that stood out to me about them is is the fact that they had that big elaborate COVID wedding back in 2020 that they were urged against. 
Um, I actually think this month makes two years since since their wedding. I'm pretty sure they got married in the beginning or the middle of October um, back in 2020 when everybody was like, wait, so you're going to have a wedding with 400 people? Um, and I don't think at that time there was a vaccine yet. I think people were still, it was still in the... Um, the, the 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 beta testing phase of vaccines however you know however they say that I don't I don't know if that's actually what they call it when it comes to a vaccine but I remember that and I remember thinking to myself who that is wow that is love um that you would want to well maybe not love and maybe just you know I want to have a big party and I don't give a fuck what people do also they she's from Atlanta she lives in Atlanta so you know People in Atlanta were doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do in October of 2020. In April of 2020, they were doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do. So there's that. That's the only thing that really sticks out to me. And that has nothing to do with their actual marriage. So, you know, wish them well. Um, I feel like there was another one. There's another one that I'm forgetting. Uh, but again, like, people break up. Things happen. Breakups suck. Don't get me wrong. Like, but there's not a whole lot we can say here other than, you know, we wish them well. And, um, yeah, if you want to hear my, well, I don't really have thought. Yeah, I did have thoughts. If you want to hear my thoughts about, uh, Quavo's sub at Quavo's alleged sub at Sweetie, um, he alludes to the fact that she, and we know they broke up. We we reported on this on the podcast over a year ago or whenever they broke up. Um, and it wasn't the most pleasant of breakups. We talked about that. But apparently there's a lyric in a song where he is saying that somebody slept with his girl and they should have just asked him. And people are speculating if it's Offset and Sweetie that that he's talking about. Um, if you want to hear my thoughts on that, <laughs> please go over to LHRC when you're done here. Because I, I spoke on it, although I don't really, like, I think it's weird. If this is true, I think it's really weird that you would want to sleep with your cousin's girl that married you would want to sleep with your cousin's girl who is also famous and you know well known it's just a weird it's just a weird and messy thing and i'm sure that it happens i'm sure that people do it um i'm not naive to the fact that people do fuck shit all the time but it's just like why would you even want to be in that mess why would anybody want to be in that mess i don't understand it but you know for more thoughts you know where to go Huh. Something that brought me joy. I'm really excited. I'm very thrilled. This, I saw this. I woke up um, in the morning. It's Saturday when I'm recording this. I woke up this morning to all of these videos of Usher and Chris Brown. If y'all know, I mean, y'all should know. If you've been here, thank you for coming back. You know. And if you've never been here before, let me let me let you know right now that I am obsessed, obsessed with Usher. 
I love Chris Brown. I have a very complicated relationship with Chris Brown for multiple reasons. Um, but I am I am truly obsessed with Usher. I am obsessed with the idea of Chris Brown and Usher together. I think that uh, just uh they're just they're both so incredible. Um I've talked openly about uh what it would be like if there was a versus between the two of them. Um and who I think I would win. Seeing them on the stage, and I know they've made music together before, um, that's not new, but seeing them together on stage, it was Usher's birthday, Usher's 40, can y'all believe Usher is 44? Usher is 44, remember Skullcap and the Goggles? Like, how young was Usher when he was doing My Way? But, it, so it's wild to me that he's 44 now, but good for him, he looks great, I mean, he, I've posted a video on 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 Harley Minding My Business on Instagram the other day, and Usher looks good. Usher is a good look at 44. I mean, 44 is young, don't get me wrong, but he looks great. He looks like he is in good health, in good shape, um, and my favorite thing is that he looks like he's having a good time, but it was his birthday, um, so he brought out some special guests, because I guess there was a, a someone threw him a surprise party. I don't think he knew that there was going to be a party after the show. Uh, but he brought out a bunch of people. He brought out Chris Brown, which was like a really cool moment uh, where he looked Chris Brown in the eye and he held onto his shoulders and he said, you are a legend. I think that's, I, I'm sure that that is so humbling for Chris Brown. Um, if you know how Chris Brown speaks about himself in terms of uh, the people that paved the way for him and whatnot. He's very humble, actually, about the fact that, um, you know, there are certain people who have, you know, created a path. So um, I thought it was really cool to see them up on stage together and, you know, uh, Usher, Usher, of all people, giving him his flowers I think that we know that Chris Brown is great at what he does, and we know that he is a huge talent, but I think that, you know, his trajectory changed, and I've said this a million times, but his trajectory changed after um, the situation with Rihanna. So, you know, a, a lot of us know how talented he is, but... I think that, you know, uh, in terms of giving him flowers and uh, acknowledging, you know, how much volume he puts out, how, you know, strong of an artist he's been, how great of a performer he is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, I don't know if that really happens a whole lot and in, in a whole lot of spaces, Um so I thought it was really cool, especially, you know, when, when, when someone, someone like Usher, uh, turns to you and says that to you, that's a big fucking deal. So, um, that was very cool to see. Um, I wish I was there. Yo, I have been wanting to go to this Usher show in Vegas for the longest since he started. It's hella expensive. Like I'm sure at this point, I'm sure that it is cheaper to go to Vegas and stay in Vegas than it is to go to the Usher show in Vegas. 
And that has been my issue. Um, I don't want to spend a whole paycheck on Usher. Okay. I mean, I love him, but I don't know if I love him that much. So listen, I, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised waking up to that. Um, the video is cool to watch. Uh, so go online and check that out if you're interested, but he also brought, he brought out other people. I can't remember everybody right now. I know he brought out Anita Baker. I love Anita Baker too. I've always been a big Anita Baker fan. My mom used to uh, clean the house to Anita Baker every every Sunday <laughs> or every Saturday. She would get up early um, before anybody else woke up. She would not wait until everybody woke up to turn on her music. She would put on a, a, a Anita Baker. We had um, the Rapture, I believe, on vinyl, and she would turn that album on and she would get to cleaning she would make us breakfast it was like a whole a whole thing so I grew up on Anita Baker I went to see Anita Baker a couple years ago actually with my mom um a few years ago she was at Radio City uh this was probably I want to say this was probably like winter 2019 and it was a great show however and I think it was supposed to be like her final show. Like she wasn't going to be performing after that. That was like the end of her tour at the time. So I, mean, I was actually surprised to see that she showed up. But you know, people show up for Usher. Um, even Anita Baker. Um, she, I prepped. I remember listening to like all the albums and everything Anita Baker all week. I was really excited because again, I love Anita Baker. And I got there and it was a great show. And I kept saying, oh, she's she's about to do it. She's about to do it. The song that I, you know, love. I didn't hear it. And then the show ends, but then she comes back out and she does an encore and she brings out a bunch of people. She brought out Alicia Keys. She brought out someone else, like people who had just, I guess, been to the show. And she was just like, oh, hey, come out. You know, they were backstage. Come out, sing with me, whatever. It was really cool. Um, there was this one woman who I think is her artist or something like that. She came out as well. Here was the frustration with this though. She never did. I apologize. And I don't know why that has stuck with me over these years. And I'm, I'm still kind of pissed. Like what happened, girl? What happened? How could you not do the ones... Like, every, she did everything else. She did Angel. She did uh, Caught Up in the Rapture. She did, um, I can't even think of all the songs that she did right now, but she did so many of them. I would even say, like, all of the ones that we really, really know, that we really, really fuck with, she did all of them except for I Apologize, and I couldn't understand why. I was wondering if maybe it had anything to do with, like, her ex-husband <laughs> now this is me hardly minding my business <laughs> talking about I don't want to get involved in people's relationships but does <laughs> I was wondering like what is there a thing about that song like that we don't know I really don't know how long she was with her husband I only know that they were not together anymore because when they were divvying up their assets uh it was reported that they owned an IHOP that was turning over 
um, a profit of a million dollars a year. And I just thought that was really interesting and cool. Um, and it made me want to own an IHOP really, but, but I don't know. I would love to like look that up and see if there's anything about it. I honestly, I am, I am recording without my cell phone today. It was dying. So I put it on the charger. Um, so it's not in the closet with me, but yeah, or else I would look it up. I have no idea. We'll just, you know, we'll just chalk it up to the game. Like maybe that's just, that was, that's not a song she wants to perform. Oh, and you know what it could have been also up until recently, her catalog, she didn't own the rights to her catalog. So it could be that she just wasn't allowed to perform. I apologize. I'm still frustrated with it. Like maybe my, my frustration is misdirected and maybe it should be directed at somebody else. But I I still want to hear it, okay? She owes me a song, okay? And if I ever see Anita Baker, I will be like, could you just do a little bit of I apologize, please? Yeah, I'm going to ask. Why not? Why not? What else is going on? Do we have anything else going on? Um, I said I was going to talk about Married at First Sight. I said that a couple weeks ago. Um, It's about to end. I think it's ending in two weeks or something like that. Um, it's a like it's a weird season. It's a weird season. I mean, most of the couples are doing okay, but it's a it's a very odd season to me. Um, for multiple reasons, I feel like we would have to do a full deep dive on that for me to really get into that. So maybe I'll record something additional, especially since this was late. Uh, maybe, um, later in the week, I'll just record something specifically on maths and put that out as a bonus because there's a lot to unpack there. It's just, it's, it's weird. Uh, some of the couples are very strange, and I don't know. I can't call it. This is like one of those seasons where I can't decide who is going to stay together and who's going to get a divorce. Um, so we could talk about that. Um, I know I'm putting y'all off on that another time, but I feel like there's a lot to say there, and we've already been doing this for what, like 40, 50 minutes at this point. So I don't, I don't, I mean, it's probably going to take me a whole 20 minutes just to really get into each couple and all that. So I won't do that right now. But I did revisit Reasonable Doubt after I spoke to a couple people and everybody was like, nah, girl, you tripping. Reasonable Doubt is a great show. It's it's so good. There's so many twists and turns. There's a lot going on. Um, I still don't... (sighs) Y'all know those made-for-TV movies on BET? It's like that, but like an elevated series form. I don't know why. That's just... And you know, some of those some of those made-for-seeing movies are good. I mean, but they have a... They definitely have like a very specific type of formula that they use. Um, it's just... It's just kind of... I don't know. I don't know. It. I will say that I liked the last, I think it was episodes three and four. I liked episodes three and four better than I liked one and two. So that's good. Um, there was a scene that I thought was really interesting, um, where the mom 
the mom is is an attorney. She's a criminal um, a criminal defense lawyer. So she is a busy lady, and uh, she has a big case that she's working on. She has two kids. Her and her husband are separated. Um, her husband was with the kids, and her daughter got her period. And but it's it was funny the way it happened because she yells out for her dad. He goes to the door, knocks on the door, and she's like, "Dad, I'm bleeding." And he's like, "Okay, uh, what happened? You cut yourself?" And she's like, "No, Dad, I'm bleeding down there." And he was like, "Oh my gosh!" And he freaks out and takes her to the hospital. It doesn't occur to him that she's having her period, which <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, what you if you're not expecting it, and I'm sure that. Men don't necessarily like it's not at the, it's not top of mind for them, um, but he took her to the hospital, which I thought was just really sweet that he was like su- super concerned and 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 um, wanted to make sure she was okay. Took her to the hospital. I think she was <coughs> excuse me. I think she was ten. He takes her to the hospital. He calls he calls his wife. She like when she gets out of court, she comes to the hospital, and the doctor's like everything's fine. She got her period. Ain't no thing. Um, but I thought it was a really sweet scene. I, I think we don't get enough images of, uh, black men, um, and family, positive family dynamics. Um, and I, I never get tired of seeing that. So, um, it was, it was, it was nice it was nice to watch. I mean, he was a little freaked out, but who wouldn't be? Um, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really sweet and I thought it was cute. Um, so they kind of won me over with that one. I was like, okay, I see, you know, you know, definitely. I love to see, I love to see images like that. So I'll keep at it. I'll keep watching it. I think I'm okay with continuing to watch it. I've all I also just finished. I see listen, I'm going to be ready for Wakanda Forever, y'all. I promise I'm going to be ready for Wakanda Forever. I just finished watching uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um you know, I bring it up because you know, it's black. It's Anthony Mackie. Um <laughs> so I just finished that part of of phase 4 of the MCU and uh I thought it was a really incredible series. If you have not seen that, I don't even think you really need to like have gone through all the phases of Marvel. I mean, some things will make more sense to you if you do, for sure. But I think just as um, being able to watch uh, black stories and 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 see how they wove in uh, the black experience into this superhero world was really, really cool, really, really interesting. Um, I would say to anybody to check that out. I was pleasantly surprised at first. I felt like in the beginning, for me, it started off slow. I didn't know where it was going to go. And once it got where it was going, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I don't know who who was sitting in the room to write this one, but they definitely, they definitely hit it with that one. Um, um, the themes, uh, and the conversations that are being had, uh, 
was really culturally relevant um, and really important to um, the Black experience. So I would definitely say check that out. Um, check out Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even if you ha- don't want anything to do with Marvel, even if you're not interested in going through all the phases or anything like that. It, it was just, it's just a really cool show to check out. Um, and I think that's all I got for y'all this week. I've talked a lot today. Um, don't forget, um, well, no, did I say this before? Don't forget, hit me up if you want to, you know, you want to challenge me um, <laughs> to a fitness challenge. Um, hit me up in the DMs and I will add you. Um, that's if you have an Apple Watch. I will add you. Um, you don't forget to, you know, uh, find me on the socials. If this was not enough for you, please go check out any old episodes that may be up. Um, this is episode ninety. So we are fastly approaching episode 100. I'm really excited. I can't believe that I've been doing this podcast for so long. And I can't believe that I've recorded that many episodes. But um, I'm really excited about that. And I think to commemorate 100 episodes, um, maybe we get a little merch going. You know, I've been working on some things and I am just about ready to share it with you guys. So uh, look out for uh, merch, you know, if you want some hardly minding my business stuff for the holidays, that is coming. Um, and now that I've teased it, I have to do it. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's pretty much done. It's just um, a matter of when am I going to uh, share it with everybody. But I really appreciate you listening as usual, as always, I should say. Um, and please, please do come again. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.